I think that was the biggest meltdown of the season. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granado. Steve. <laughs> I can't yikes. even ask the question. <laughs> yikes, 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 yikes. That was rough. Uh, that game was in the bag, right? That game was in the bag. It was the uh, opposite was of the other night. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Anyway, uh, hey, we got the finale against Baltimore coming up here tonight. Game three of that three-game series. So, uh, rubber game. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Some interesting quotes about Josh Donaldson coming from Aaron Boone. Uh, we got to dissect him. Should he be playing every day? We're going to dissect that. First, Stacey, the seventh inning last night. Uh, May 24th game against Baltimore. Yankees entered the seventh, leading five to one. They sure did not exit the seventh uh, with that going on. No, they did not. No, they did not. That was, it felt like the longest inning of my life. I because it was. It, I, it, you know, it even felt, it almost felt longer than the Yankees scored 13 runs in an inning twice against the Devil Rays in 2005, once in April of 2005 and once in June of 2005. This inning tonight felt longer than those two 13 innings. It just felt like it was going on forever. Yeah. I mean, it took forever just to get the first out. Uh, yeah. Eight runs. Uh, Nestor was cruising until he absolutely was not. Uh, gave the ball to Jimmy Cordero. He got an out. Uh, Albert Abreu surrendered a couple of runs. It was just a nightmare, right? It was just a nightmare inning in what was, again, a five to one lead. Yeah. And you're it thinking just completely fell apart. Five to five to one in the seventh. I wasn't feeling that comfortable, but I didn't think that kind of a meltdown was going to happen. Like I figured, you know, okay, the Orioles are probably going to make this close, and then they just kept scoring, and it wouldn't stop. And you know, I'm not going to blame Boone for sticking with Nestor, but I feel like at some point <laughs> he should have had an idea that maybe I should have gone a little sooner to someone else. I don't know. Not that um, it mattered. No, exactly. Because yeah. no one behind him executed the way they were supposed to in that inning. Like when you're called upon to come out of the bullpen to get outs, you need to get outs. And that was not happening. So um, this is the one time I'm not going to blame Boone. Oh, and speaking of that, I would like to retract my statement from yesterday's show because apparently DJ bunted on his own. So my apologies to Aaron Boone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so... It's just a meltdown. And and the the bullpen was due for a game like that. True. So I I'm guess I'm just not if happy gonna... about the Nestor thing though, because this isn't the first time that he's had a meltdown like this. It's just I think it may have been the first time that it's happened this late in a game, because I think he had a meltdown like this in a fifth inning in an earlier start. Um, but he tends to have issues in the sixth and seventh innings. Yeah, uh, you have some stats here. 33 batters faced in the sixth and seventh innings this season. He's allowed 13 earned runs during that time, 13 hits and four long balls. It was the three-run shot to Adam Frazier that got everything going for Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Baltimore's a tough team. Yeah, they are. Like I said, you know, the 5-1 lead did not feel comfortable, but I was not expecting that inning to end with the title of a Dolly Parton song and 
if you know what I'm talking about, nine to five. Okay. Nine to five. That's what it was at the end of that inning. And I just, I couldn't believe it when it finally ended. And I was relieved when it finally ended. And then the Yankees had a chance to. Yeah. I was just going to say they had a chance in the bottom of the seventh and did not come through. DJ ended up grounding out. It's tough. You had a good part of the order due up and just did not happen. But Mm -hmm. I mean, Hey, you put up uh, six runs. You should be able to win. Exactly. I was going to say that. Thank you for saying that. Cause yeah, even five runs, you should probably, if you have five runs going into the top of the seventh, you should be able to hold on and beat a team, but you know, sometimes it doesn't happen. And that was annoying because there were some guys who had good games tonight that we need to talk about. Like, you know, I know this is a horrible loss and it's one of the worst ones of the season just because of how fast everything happened. But there were a couple of guys who had big offensive games, one not surprising because it's against Baltimore and the other one surprising. Yeah. Let's start with IKF mm-hmm. uh, two run home run in the fifth and then also had a triple off of the wall. That was a nice Obviously, the big guys have been swinging lately, mm-hmm. uh, most notably Judge and Rizzo. Rizzo's been swinging all season. But when you get some production out of other guys in the lineup, that is encouraging. Yeah, and um, IKF is up to three home runs this season, and he only had four all of last season. So, Encouragement, encouragement mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Glaber, also a pair of home runs in the game. Because it's Baltimore. And that's just what he does against Baltimore, apparently. He was heating up. He was heating up if you watched our Monday show. <laughs> Stacy, the Yankees live and die by the home run, right? Yes. That is how the roster is constructed. Yes, they lost on Wednesday night. But they have been hitting a lot of home runs lately. Yes. Does that worry you? Yes. Because <laughs> you want a team to... Like, it's fun when teams hit home runs, but you want them to generate runs in different ways as well. Like, you want an inning where, you know, you get back-to-back-to-back singles or you get, you know, a couple of guys on base and someone hits a double to clear the bases and stuff like that. You don't want to be so reliant on the home run ball, which is what their problem was last year because it was feast or famine. If they didn't hit a bunch of home runs, they wouldn't win. And if they did, they more than likely did. But it was, you know, very hot and cold. And this season... In the first 29 games, they had 34 home runs. In the last 17 games, they've had 38 home runs. That's a big yeah. jump. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, you ride those waves. Do you see that? Because this is, again, this is how the Yankees are constructed. This is mm-hmm. not a fluke. This is on purpose. Yeah. The Yankees are built this way. Do you see that as a failure? Or a recipe for failure? It could be a recipe for failure because we've seen it become that in the past. I just think it's funny that, you know, guys like IKF are hitting home runs. Harrison Bader was hitting home runs, you know, because Bader's not really a home run hitter compared to like a Judge or a Rizzo or even a Glaber. Um, IKF certainly isn't. Um, I just, yeah, I feel like this could be another one of those seasons where it's going to be very up and down with the home runs and I just I don't like that they're so reliant on them again I would like to see them string together a bunch of hits and get on base in different ways and score in different ways and not hold out for the three-run home run or you know even in the bottom of the seventh where they had the bases loaded and you were thinking okay maybe Rizzo will hit a grand slam I mean they scored a run in that situation but they really should have scored more runs in that situation they just couldn't execute 
Yeah. The problem with the home run ball is is everything you just stated there, right? Is the feast or famine aspect of it. It's it's kind of like all of baseball just with a magnifying glass on top of it. Yeah. What I mean by that is baseball is a game of ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. You're always going to ride through that roller coaster. And it always ends up being your World Series champion is who's hottest at the time. Yeah. Right. I mean, you saw it with the Nationals in 2019. Who the hell expected a team that started 18 exactly. and 31 to run through and do yeah. what they did in the playoffs? It was unbelievable. The, the 2005 White Sox, the 2002 mm-hmm. Angels. Yeah. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. So you just have to hope that the team you're rooting for is the team that's hot at the time. You could even say you could even say the 2000 Yankees because they weren't even that good in 2000, but they had the experience of the previous World Series and they just got hot at the right time because mm-hmm. going into the 2000 World Series, Sports Illustrated predicted the Mets winning in 5 and then the Yankees ended up winning in 5 because people were really picking the Mets over the Yankees in that World Series and they were just it's like just- it's always a gamble, right? Mm-hmm. It's always a gamble, and that hasn't changed. I think that just the the home run aspect of it has put a, a larger microscope on it. Uh, let us know how you're feeling about the Yankees being home run happy right now, <laughs> and uh, if you think it's sustainable. Do you think this offense uh, explosion is sustainable? Yes, six runs on Wednesday night, but still a loss. Uh, Hey, some quick injury updates for you. Giancarlo Stanton is going to get some pictures taken today, uh, and then he is slated for a rehab. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And then Tommy Canely and Josh Donaldson are starting a rehab today with the scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders. So they'll be in Musick uh, at PNC Field to play against the Worcester Red Sox here over the next couple of days. So keep an eye out on that. Josh Donaldson coming back. Some interesting comments, by the way, from Aaron Boone on how he's going to use Josh Donaldson. We're going to talk about that in a second. Hey, before you run away, before we run away for a second, Drop your questions in our comment section here on YouTube. You can be featured on tomorrow's show, Fan Mail Friday, as always. We will answer our fan mail questions on tomorrow's episode. Catch the Orioles finale tonight at 7.05 on Sirius XM. And again, coming up, we got to talk about Josh Donaldson. This episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is the best place to buy men's shorts and pants that come in with built-in underwear. Yes, you heard that correctly. I've been wearing my first pair, and I love them. I've been wearing them the last couple of days. Not every day. But I do like them, and I feel better, and I look better while I'm wearing my Bird Dogs. Uh, they're super comfortable, they're versatile, and they're actually cheaper than other big-name brands. And, of course, Locked On Yankees listeners have the opportunity to get some free stuff when you place an order at birddogs.com. They have a bunch of different styles of shorts and pants. They have different fits, and you're definitely going to find the right one for you. You can go to birddogs.com slash MLB, and when you enter the promo code LOCKEDONMLB, they're going to throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every single order. That's birddogs.com slash MLB. Hey, back here on Locked On Yankees. Thanks for making us your first listen every single day to the everydayers. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we got two things. Of course, it's Fan Mail Friday, and it is also a crossover episode. We have Javier Reyes from Locked On Padres joining us to preview the weekend Padres series. 
what an interesting case the San Diego Padres are, isn't it? <laughs> we're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to really uh, speed up that conversation tomorrow with Avi. <laughs> uh, so make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss that episode tomorrow. Stacy, Aaron Boone talked about Josh Donaldson and his return. You all right there? Yes. Cat, cat hair. Cat hair on my lip. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, lovely. That was yeah, beautiful. Lovely. Mm hmm. Good work. <laughs> Aaron Boone talking yeah. about Josh Donaldson, saying that Josh Donaldson is going to be an everyday player once he returns from the injured list. Stacy, your thoughts on that statement? Uh, but does he have to be? Does he really have to be? I feel like there are three other guys who can play third base and be more useful than Josh Donaldson right now. And I know people are thinking, Three, yes, Oswaldo, DJ, and IKF. So <laughs> this is how they've handled it without him. And I'm gonna not going to bury the lead. DJ. Mm -hmm. DJ's been the guy. 32 yeah. games, uh, I guess now 33 after last night's game. Yeah. At third base since uh, – or this season. Total this season. So – IKF's played eight. Oswald Peraza played five, and Oswaldo Cabrera played five. Of those guys, there obviously Peraza's uh, still with the Rail Riders or back with the Rail Riders, but it's not like DJ's really hitting, especially right now. No. So when you say, you know, does he have to? I don't. I'm not going to go as far as that. Does he have to? But I think he deserves a chance. I don't think DJ's taking it away. No, no. But uh, I just, mm, I feel like, well, all right. I feel like him and DJ are neck and neck offensively right now. Because DJ's well, you really. Don't know. You, you don't know what Donaldson is offensively right now, to be fair. I, 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 can, I can predict the future. <laughs> like, do you really see him coming back and doing something? Because he barely did anything last year either. <laughs> I just the man's 38 no offense but you know it's like it, uh. it's only played five games this year i know so you don't know no one knows a as much as you want to i'm not saying you i'm saying you know no i know one wants to no not not piling on you i would love for uh, him to come back and be he doesn't have to be 2015 josh donaldson he doesn't have to be you know what i mean well he's I not going to be no i would love for him Let's to get come back and you know occasionally get like you know, like at least a hit in a game or something like that. And not just, you know, stare at balls down the middle. If that'd be great. Um, so what is, what, what is the timeline then? Hmm. Cause if, cause, okay. Let, let me also say this. It don't matter what we say. Right. It doesn't matter what anyone says. It matters what Aaron every, Boone says. Yeah. I don't think he should be every day though. I mean, maybe he'll be the majority, but I don't think he should be every day. I feel like there should be a, Maybe maybe we're getting caught up in semantics here. Yeah. Let's let's say this. Okay. Josh Donaldson's going to play third base. Right. There is nothing we can do about that. <laughs> no. We can question whether that's the right move, which mm -hmm. obviously we have, and a lot of people will be and have already done. Oh yeah. <laughs> but again, that's what's going to happen. Is Josh Donaldson's going to come back and he's going to be in the lineup and he's going to play third base. So how long? Are you giving Josh Donaldson to figure it out, I guess, to get acclimated and produce if it's not producing, if he's not producing, at what point do you say we got to try something else?
three weeks to a month, but that feels like a really long time. But it also doesn't feel like a long time, but it just feels like a long time because he's starting so late, you know, because he was yeah. out for so long. So when you look at he's going to be starting the rehab assignment, he'll probably play a few games and then he'll be back maybe like next week, like the end of next week, possibly by then. So that's probably midweek. Yeah. Yeah. So that's June, just about June. So we're talking, giving him a chance until July 4th. And that feels so far away even though it's not so because i don't think it would be fair to not give him at least a month right yeah you know yeah. i mean everyone else got a month to kind of get used to playing and stuff because that's how the season works and it's just he's getting a later start than everyone because he only played five games i mean yeah. is a month too long i don't know i mean i was gonna say it depends but i don't think it does depend i think the yankees uh i don't know I don't, I, don't I don't know. I was going to say, I was going to say in either direction are optimistic about the East, but also I don't think they are. I don't know. I don't know how they're feeling about the AL East. And also, do you think that they should activate Donaldson and maybe knock down Cabrera to triple A yeah. to work on yeah. some things? They're also just not really playing as well though. Yeah, I feel like he needs to go to AAA for a little bit. and He needs of... to get some reps. Like, he, yeah. he's just really not playing. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the move. Yeah, I think that might be the move. Yeah. I, I think, think that might be the move. Because they have enough guys now to... Yeah, everyone's back, essentially. Right, you know, right. right. And they don't have Hicks to worry about anymore. And they have Bader, center field. You could put IKF and left, even though it's an adventure. You have Willie Calhoun. It's like there's all these different options. So I feel like that's probably what they're thinking will be yeah. the move. I, th I think. And then and then Greg Allen turns into Hicks, right? Right. Like that's yes. The mm -hmm. bench, the bench guy. So I say a month. Kind of already is. Yeah. Yeah. So give him at least a month to get acclimated yeah. and everything. And again, it's not going to be every single day because they do have someone like DJ to stick in there because they can put DJ at second. They could put DJ at first. They could put DJ at third because they want him to we'll be see. a super utility guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they have the utility and they can do it. Yeah. I mean, Josh Johnson's going to play third. Like, it's not like he's going to, you're going to see him. And he's fine at third. Like I mean, you yeah. know, give him credit last year. He was great defensively. It was just, you couldn't yeah. really hit the ball, but I mean, considering the injury history and his age, not that he's ancient, but you know, playing 30 at 37 at third, it's not that easy when you've been playing for years and he looked great. Yeah. We'll see. Let us know in the comments section, how long would you give Josh Donaldson? Again, I, we can go back and forth on whether you think it's the right move or not. And we're never going to come to an agreement for anybody, but I feel like I almost changed my mind at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause again, we have no say, you yeah. have no say. Yeah. Uh, so when you're in the comment section, <laughs> let us know how long is that leash, right? That I think that's the bigger conversation piece here is how long is that leash? Because that leash is on. Yeah. But uh, we need to see how long it is. So let us know in the comment section how you're feeling about that. And while you're in that comment section, of course, you already know the drill. Drop your questions for Fan Mail Friday. It's your last chance to get in your questions for tomorrow's show. You can catch the Orioles finale tonight on Sirius XM, 705, the first pitch, so long as Mother Nature lets us. Coming up next, we're going to preview <laughs> that final game.
Have you ever forgotten about a free trial subscription and then ended up paying for it? Because I have, and Rocket Money can help you with that. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. You could be wasting money and not even realizing it. Rocket Money helps you find those forgotten subscriptions so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't use. Most Americans think they spend around $80 on subscriptions a month, but the total is closer to 200. Rocket Money also helps you manage your finances in one place and automatically categorizes each expense so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. That's rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. Back here on Locked On Yankees, Stacy pitching matchup for this final game, this rubber game between the Orioles and Yankees, which by all accounts should have been a chance for the sweep, <laughs> uh, but obviously is not. Kyle Gibson faces Clark Schmidt. I asked you a couple of times already. It's it's the five innings. It's yeah. the five innings, right, for Clark Schmidt. Right. Um well, I mean, you know, they didn't use the elite bullpen guys in uh, Wednesday's game. So, you know, if he only goes five, they have a few guys they can use. So that's good. Although, I mean, the bullpen's been used a lot lately. So um, it would be nice if he could possibly make it to six. But the Orioles are a really tough team. So I'm not going to expect him to go into the sixth inning against them. I'm really not. Um, <laughs> I'd be happy with five. Yeah, because Cole only went five in the opener. So that yeah. didn't help out. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the meltdown on uh, on Wednesday. So, yeah, we'll see. Kyle Gibson, the elder statesman, former <laughs> Philadelphia Philly. Uh, he's coming off his best start of the year, Stace. Uh, he faced Toronto's last time out back on the 19th. Seven innings of work, five hits, one run earned, a pair of walks, and five strikeouts. Kyle Gibson these days uh, mm. is not the guy that you probably remember, the pitcher he is now. He's having some command issues this season. Um especially with his secondary outside of his changeup, he's going to face or he's going to throw that changeup down in the zone, which you obviously gotta, uh, mm-hmm. unless you're, you know, pumping 95 changeups or 92 changeups, uh, which he is not these no. days to be, to be clear. <laughs> um, but he's going to throw that sinker for strikes and he's going to get a lot of strike calls for it. So I think the Yankees need to gear up a little bit for yeah. it. I wouldn't be shocked to see them swing early in the count mm. here to try and uh, to counter the changeup a little bit. So maybe look out for that here tonight. Uh, how important is it to get out of this series with the with two of three? Oh, it's very important because they're right behind Baltimore in the standings, um, and it makes it look a little better if they can beat them at home two out of three. And again, yeah. it would have been nice if they were going into this game. Looking for the sweep, but that did not happen. <laughs> it should have been. Again, yeah. it should have been at this point, but uh, that is that is not the case. Um, just some other things you're looking out for here tonight uh, against Baltimore. Again, you know, there was some weather in the area. There was a little bit of wind as well. I mean, these guys are used to that. At this yeah. Point, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the weather's supposed to be okay on Thursday. If I'm not mistaken, I hope because, yeah, the weather was not great around here. And, you know, we knew that it was going to be delayed and, you know, knew it wasn't going to be bad enough to be postponed. We knew that it was going to be 
just later. It wasn't going to be like, oh, we have to do a doubleheader on um, <laughs> Thursday. Thank goodness that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I just want a good game tomorrow. And it could be. You never know. I mean, these are two good teams. The Yankees are good. I mean, you know, considering everything they're playing up against with, you know, still not really having everyone they're supposed to have, they're still in it. And Baltimore surprising the hell out of everyone. We spoke about that on yesterday's show. And, you know, I just hope it's a good game. I hope it's a close game and I hope the Yankees win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they obviously did battle back a little bit there in their bottom half of the seventh after a disastrous top of the inning. They ended up loading the bases. They did get a run there. So those are some positive signs. They did right. not show up in the eighth, did not show up in the ninth. But, yeah. um, you know, at that point, you're looking up and, yeah, it says three, but it don't feel like three right. at that point when you get that deep into a game and it's late in the night and you're just yeah. like, all right, man, this is a wash. And there was a delay and it's like, okay, yeah. let's just, yeah. let's just go let's just get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if they show up here today. I'd like to see a little bit more of, uh, again, or swinging earlier in the count here against Kyle Gibson. We'll see if that, again, ends up being the case here. But um, that game, again, tonight here, 7.05, can, of course, be heard on Sirius XM. Every game this season with John and Susan, you can find a free trial just by Googling it. So you should definitely do that. Uh, again, one last chance for you guys to get your questions in for Fan Mail Friday. So drop them in the comment section here on our YouTube channel, and we will answer our favorites coming up on tomorrow's show so make sure you subscribe there's some really good questions we're gonna have to we're gonna have to trim some of the fat uh we got some really good questions here over the last couple of days so thank you guys for being a part of the show uh and again of course also on tomorrow's show locked on padres host javier reyes is going to join us and we're going to chat a little bit about the upcoming weekend series against the pod squad that's going to do it for us here today on locked on yankees i'm steve granado and i'm stacy gotsoulias we'll see you tomorrow